Most podcasts have a standard intro, and this is ours. Enjoy. Now, now we begin. Hello, and welcome to the Tan Gentleman Podcast. We appreciate your listening, as always. Today, we're going to be talking about Star Wars, so it's very important that you understand this. If you have not seen the new Star Wars movie, please do not listen anymore. Turn this off immediately. It's usually not a good idea to tell people to turn off your podcast, but if you have not seen the new Star Wars movie, please turn this podcast off right now. If you have seen the new Star Wars movie or you just don't care about spoilers, feel free to read on. Read on? Read on. <laughs> we are not reading. <laughs> I was doing so well. We're keeping this. We're keeping this. This is too good to keep to not keep. <laughs> just just listen to Star Wars. Everything we're gonna talk about Star Wars. It's gonna be cool. Um, you know, if you have anything cool to say to us, leave it on our Facebook page. I am going to slink away in shame now, and uh, it's been, it's just, it'll be fun. You're a beautiful man. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Okay. Spoilers. Sorry, I'm busy spoilers. social mediaing here. Oh, yeah, wow. so Doug is on his phone, so Doug doesn't want to pay attention to us. So no. I'll talk. My name is Josh. You, uh, Joshua. Joshua. It's very important. I almost called myself Josh. That's weird. Because, because, why is it weird? Because my name is Joshua. <laughs> And my uh, name is Josh. Yeah, thank you. There was, I was, I'm trying to sling this yeah, conversation across the way here. And I was just yeah. totally letting you hang yeah, on. Like, I'm swinging and missing <laughs> over just and over again. Just, oh, just yep, starving. Serve it up. My name is Josh. <laughs> I'm over here with this voice. Who are you? I'm Peter and the awkward one of the group. Uh, and uh, <laughs> the one and only. And the, yeah, <laughs> thank goodness. Thank goodness. They can only have that. I met the quota. The only one. Okay, I'm yeah, pretty sure all of us could be considered the awkward one. <laughs> the awkward one. <laughs> Team Girl Squad. And for These those who no are joining us for the first time, about. you are. I am Doug. <laughs> and then and Strong Bad. And, and that was a Homestar Runner reference. Yes. To anyone who was <laughs> not conscious in the late 90s. Yeah. The well, ugly one. <laughs> <laughs> Which is definitely not Doug. Can it be a running joke that we tell everyone Doug is pretty uh, on every podcast? Pretty. Don't. I was gorgeous. Man, please speaking don't. of Homestar, though, I was thinking about Homestar so much this Christmas season because I posted it on my friend's wall. But every time I heard the song Winter Wonderland, yeah. every time this year, I, I thought of my, my friend doing an, an impersonation of Homestar and singing, walking with my girlfriend Mazapan <laughs> every time. <laughs> He's never done it, but That's every, every single time. Homestyle10.net. It's dot com. It's dot com. <laughs> Whenever I hear the word dot com, yes. I think it's, it's dot com. com. <laughs> So we're talking about Star Wars. Yeah, that's right. We were going to talk about Star Wars. I don't know. Yeah, we should. Yes, Star Wars. Uh, I'd like to to point out that for those of you that listened to the first installment, the first episode of the Star Wars. The very first episode was was dedicated to Star Wars, (laughs) which which should say something. Pete was actually not the last one of us to see the movie. No, no, which, I'm, I'm rather proud of that. Yeah, 
And I, I believe the only one among us who did not have it spoiled before viewing the movie. Mm. Mm. Truly, did you guys have some spoilers? Oh, yeah. For, oh no. I didn't because I saw it. You were, the, you were the day early. You yeah. went to an early I, release. I, I, the last time I had said that we had planned on going on Christmas, which we did do, so I've seen it twice now. Yeah. But we actually ended up sort of by fluke going and just walking up to the theater the Thursday before, and they had a lot of tickets, and my wife was like, hey, they've got a ton of tickets. You want to go see it? And we were like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Duh. Duh, let's go do it. <laughs> Silly question. So I had nothing spoiled for me. That's Besides wonderful. the things that I had sort of assumed. I was going to say, is it kind of anyway. a spoiler if you were just like, if you just no. turned to your wife and said, this is what's going to happen? No. That's not no. a spoiler. No, because you right. don't really know. Because you don't not, know, yeah. Yeah. That's an assumption, not a spoiler. And that was, what was spoiled for me, I knew well, what in was that spoiled? sense. We can talk about it. Yeah, we can yeah. talk about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so I, was, I was told that uh, Kylo Ren is Han Solo's son. Um, and I think that might be it. Who told you? Who was the stinker? I, I, had to, I knew the ending, though, because of that. That was the only oh, yeah. way I could end. Mm-hmm. Like, so, um, I knew Han Solo was not going to be in the next movie. Mm-hmm. Whether it was because he rode off into the sunset like a cowboy <laughs> or got stabbed on a bridge, I didn't know. Yeah. I was hoping for the first one, yeah. but I kind of figured it'd be the second one. Yeah. And yeah. then when they do that, like, the wide shot of them on the bridge, I'm like, oh, yeah. man. Yeah, Actually, no, I take yeah. it back. When Leia says, if you see our son, bring him back, I'm like, oh, man. That dude, there were, there were, slap a red there were shirt drops on him. throughout it. I mean, once, because yeah. I knew that going him. in. Then you identify all the drops that J.J. Abrams gives you. Oh, okay. And so it, by the time it happened, it, I was just, it, there was no surprise whatsoever. Mm. Well, and it wasn't, and, and I, this is I, what I, I don't think there really should have been for no. anybody the way he shot that scene. Yeah. But, well, I, and it, thematically, yeah. like it just had to happen. Like, so, and you know, you guys can disagree if you'd like, but. I think we are jumping right to like the, the oh, yeah. penultimate the, thing. We, here. we don't waste time here. Spoilery. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Right. So for Star Wars to work, you were going to have to do a few things with the first movie. One of them was it was going to have to be pretty similar to other good Star Wars movies so that they could prove they could do it. Mm-hmm. But another thing you were going to have to do is pass it off to the next generation. And one way to ensure that is to kill a main character. Yeah. And so if you go through the list of characters available for killing, Luke Skywalker is a bad choice. Princess Leia doesn't do anything for him, I, or General Leia. I honestly thought he was going to be the one who, to die in the first movie. Luke? Because, because of the, because of the Qui-Gon, Obi-Wan, mm, yeah. Luke was the Jedi. Mm-hmm. So I, I thought that. So here's a question for you, because that is actually kind of what I assumed was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, what, uh, which would you have been more disappointed with? The way it happened. Really? Yeah. Okay. By disappointed, do you mean like you thought that it was a bad choice for the movie or sad because Han Solo died? I was sad that Han Solo died. Okay. For sure. And I, I'm, I'm on the opposite fence. I actually, uh, I, no, I, I you thought love, it was great. No. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't wait for that solo guy. He's been screwing over Jabba forever. Yeah. He should have paid him. He should have just paid him. I'm a side. Jabba fan, <laughs> first and foremost. And so justice oh, oh, finally oh. came in the Star Wars movies. Well, yeah. Oh, somebody finally oh, avenged oh, Jabba oh, the Hutt. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Which, oh, 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 <laughs> yeah. Oh, we, that's what we were all waiting for. 
No go wooga waka. That doesn't. That's not. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So who's who's not the nerd here? I am. I'm, an, I'm nerdy in other ways. I promise. I really am. I'm playing Disney Infinity 3.0 with with my son Toby, and we just got to Tatooine. And like the first thing you do is you need to build a pod racer. You need to figure things out. So you go to Jabba to get like permission and to get some money type of a thing and and figure out. Some part led to Jabba, and he wants to give you information. So to do it, you got to win a pod race or whatever. <laughs> but to even get in the door to Jabba's palace, you have to bribe the guard by going to find a box of Jabba's favorite snack frogs and bringing it to him. <laughs> that is a fantastic touch for that video game. <laughs> snack to have. frogs, true snack, snack frogs. frogs. Mm. I can be bought. <laughs> so Mind tricks don't work on me. So, so okay, back to where's what was my point? Uh, Luke, Luke Han versus Han. Died, yeah. No, I was not glad. That Han, I was not glad that Han Solo died. For all those people who are going to send me hate letters, um, <laughs> uh, you can send hate letters anyway. But I, that for other reasons. But uh, anyway, um, no. But I just thought Luke feels like he feels like the kingpin through the story, much as Anakin was for the first generation. And yeah. if you were to take him out. Mm-hmm. Uh, who is going to steady things, you know, and for better or worse, he's got the, <coughs> excuse me, he's got the weight of the, the universe resting on his shoulders mm-hmm. and um, storyline as well, which, you know, spe- speaking of which, I'm going to dart a bit to that last scene where, you know, he just shows up for mm-hmm. two seconds. And the first time around when I watched it, I'm like, I hated that scene because mm-hmm. I thought Mark Hamill was so melodramatic. <laughs> I mean, my goodness, could he have looked more hangdogged? You know, they had like taped his eyelids down or something. I mean, well, not he, he mention, just looked terrible. Like when he when he's doing that, yeah. The first thing I think is like, okay, so this is how I picture. It. He woke up that morning, and he's got a sense in the force. He's like, oh, somebody's here. Somebody. I, I didn't expect anybody. And so he's like, I should go greet them. And then he's like, no, you know what I should do is get to the top of this mountain and stare out wistfully at the water <laughs> and wait and turn around dramatically when they get here and not actually say anything. Yes. So he's just sitting up there for what I imagine is like hours of right. just waiting. Meditating. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's very Kung Fu-like. I mean, come on, let's be <laughs> yeah. honest. Oh, it's, it's, so, it's, okay. it's awesome. So, so, okay, so now I said that. The first, time, first viewing, I hated it. And then... And then my my opinion changed in the second viewing because when I started to kind of ruminate, and this is a weird thing about this movie, how it really makes you think. Like mm-hmm. for days afterwards, you're kind of thinking about all the possible iterations of things. Mm-hmm. This guy really does have, I mean, the, as a character, he really does have the weight of yeah. the galaxy on his shoulders. And I think no one knows that better than him. Mm-hmm. So uh, to to have that hangdogged, war-weary uh, I can barely take it anymore. Look, actually, kind of works yeah. in my mind now. So, I mean, but it took a second, took a second mm-hmm. time around to kind of get to that point. You guys don't have not, to agree. Not only that, but you know, I may have seen it last, but I've seen it three times. And well, when I went to it with my, <laughs> when I went to it with my <laughs> twins, um, you took one each. No, I no. <laughs> I went to it. Well, you missed uh, an with opportunity. A there. group of guys, and then I went to it with my wife on a date night, and then I went to it with the twins after school one day. I took them, and um, and when that scene happened, the the anticipation, the excitement, and just watching them out of the corner of my eyes on either mm-hmm. side as she's climbing this mountain, and they're they're 
noticing the lunch. Someone's there. Dad, someone's there. <laughs> Is Luke there? To hear that in the, the uh, I mean, so made, they, they oh, it was, was absolutely, coming. it was, yeah. it was so great. Yeah. I, I found it interesting that, now this is just a technical thing, that even though he didn't have a single line and he was on screen for about 45 seconds, <laughs> he still got top billing yeah. in the credits yeah. at the end. Yeah. Mark Hamill's right that. up there. I yeah. suppose. Oh, that was kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. One thing I loved about this movie the newest one, of course, is what we're talking about, is the um, the new characters are also great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know there's been lots of criti- criticism and critique on mm-hmm. Ray, and mm-hmm. I, I don't even care. They're wrong. Honestly. Yeah. Really? No, but, okay, I, I'll have to do some reading, because I, I, I no, can't... Really, no, no. Oh, okay, yeah. well, well, I can't I mean, fathom what that's all about. his review. Yeah. Um, yeah at, He's pointing at Doug when yeah, he says... I'm pointing at Doug. Doug. Okay. Um, yeah. But, what's, uh, uh, what's your website again? For ten, um, the number ten one zero mfh dot com. Mm-hmm. Okay. But for the most part, I'm, I'm and I, I think I read one thing and then just said to myself, oh, I'm not going to do that. First of all, I wanted to have this conversation um, yeah. before I read all the theories and that kind of stuff. I've had other conversations. It's more fun to have conversations. Yeah. It yeah. flat out is more fun yeah. to have conversations than to read anything about people's theories or or. Um, knowing this behind the scenes stuff, so this stuff has to come true or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Don't, yeah, it, yeah. don't. Well, well I don't, I don't want to get caught up in the overthinking it either. <laughs> you know, I mean, because yeah. you really, it's. I think it's a it's a mark of a really well made film that leaves you with enough of a story where you realize there's a huge backstory here, yeah. Um, and so those pieces have to get filled in, but it gives you enough leeway in your imagination to really kind of ruminate on things for Absolutely. days at a time uh, and I think they did a masterful job of setting things up that way so that you you, you really can just sit and, and really ponder <laughs> ponder what's going to happen yeah. and because it, and you wouldn't do that if you didn't care about these great characters that have popped up so I thought uh, whoever they found uh, these two guys now I know that um, uh, the guy who played Finn is he's not a he's not a newcomer, but he's not super well known. Yeah, he's you know yeah. from, done, been in some films in England. I actually happened to see uh, one of the, the science fiction Attack the Block. Attack the block yeah, yeah I had seen that. I did not recognize him at all oh, from, from that. I remember. Um, I mean, he was a standout character in that movie. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, like when the movie's over, you're like, man, this guy's going to go somewhere. Right. And I was thinking uh-huh. the same thing, but yeah. I didn't remember that uh, until I looked up his IMDb page and I said, oh, Attack the Block. Well, that was that guy. Oh, I love that guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But he was fantastic yep. as Finn uh, and just embodied that character beautifully. Mm-hmm. And as did Ray. I thought she was perfectly cast. Yeah. I don't know where they found her. I haven't looked her up at all. But I think this might be her only real movie. She, she was she was fantastic. Television. She was. Yeah. yeah. She can carry. Absolutely. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. I, yeah. I liked her a lot more. Than well, here's one thing that I really liked about about her is that so one of the big criticisms from the Star Wars films previously is the lack of strong female characters minus Princess Leia. So you mm-hmm. take her out of the equation and there's almost nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw a general or something. Well, yeah, there was one Mon- that Mon- one general Mon- in Mon- in in Return of the Jedi who had about two lines. Yeah. Um, but beyond that, I mean, there's maybe three minutes of dialogue. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so, but but even Leia has her limitations. Um, but uh, how the way they wrote this girl, she doesn't feel like she doesn't feel like an obligatory female character. You know, it doesn't feel like yeah. they've kind of forced her square peg into a round hole. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not a politically correct thing. She's just awesome. 
Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, her whole character is just cool and tough mm-hmm. and resourceful. Yeah. And um, and they wrote her that way. And I they mean, wrote her that way. Yeah, she's yeah, she's great. Yeah, I mean, they they make the joke that Finn goes to rescue her. Stop and, holding my hand. And yeah. she, you know, knocks out what was it, two or three guys yeah, two, in, right in that time. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of like, oh, all right, she can take care of herself. <laughs> and and so, I mean, I mean, they set up the character going. Well, she's capable of combat and she doesn't need to be rescued. And that's what I dig because they'll do that in movies, but then somebody will say, somebody will say, oh, you're just a girl. And another person will say, oh, no, she can take care of herself. And they didn't do that in this movie. They just right. like showed you it like it was yeah. a well-made movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the character just spoke for herself mm-hmm. and just said, no, I'm super tough and awesome. <laughs> and I could whoop Finn if I needed to. Yeah, and they didn't have to spell that out. Yeah. Right. You know, they didn't have to they didn't speak down to the audience on that. I really like that. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. So special effects wise. Oh, I didn't see I, did you guys see it in three D? Yeah. I didn't see I it in three D. Two of the three times I did. Okay. Worth the extra dough? Yep. No. Well, okay. We have a difference of a uh, We have a gauge man. I, 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 I don't <laughs> I don't think it added anything. It didn't take away anything. I know Zoe commented to uh, Christine after it was done. She was like, that wasn't really like a 3D movie. Like nothing was flying out at me. So, <laughs> I mean, that's, it's a valid point. It's not like, it's not one of those movies where they like, you know, point at you or something mm-hmm. or throw things at the screen. <laughs> but the, the, the creature the, from the Black Lagoon comes yeah, right yeah, at the like great the, the, You know, like the landscape shots and stuff actually had some depth. Yeah. That was kind of cool. But mm-hmm. honestly, I, I can't even tell you it made such little difference in my own viewing. Did it feel what I like about good, well-made 3d movies is it feels more immersive. Yeah. So it doesn't feel like you're, you feels more like a participant and that's how I kind of judge whether or not a three, um, 3d film is well-made. Uh, so many times the things are just popping off the screen. It feels gimmicky as your head snaps back and you, you know, try to, duck or whatever um and i thought that was just silly when george lucas did that with the return of the jedi oh, and he, yeah. he gave that creature with oh, the giant yeah. lips you know she got those lips right <laughs> yeah. up in your face it's like oh yuck and that was just such a terrible choice anyway. yeah. well it was a terrible choice song. anyway that's always yeah. painful that music video that he threw in there but but that's beside the point the one thing did you find it cool, more immersive the, the one thing that was cool in 3d is when uh uh at the beginning when poe fires the blaster at Kylo Ren mm-hmm. and he stops it with the force yep. right? and yep. the, the laser bolt is like flying in midair. Yeah. That was cool. In 3D. It was. That was really well done. It was. And there was, there's a shot of, uh, it's, it's maybe halfway through the movie, maybe, maybe a little further in, um, where there's, uh, a star destroyer, um, just sitting in front of a moon um, it's like and the opening shot of the movie. No, it's not that one though. Oh, it's nope, not, not at all. Okay. It, it's it, it's just sitting there um, where the opening shot it 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 flies across. Um, and there's there's one that happens earlier that that's not the one I'm talking about. And the the front point of the star destroyer is there. And in 3D, that shot, you know, it's a it's a quick flip between scenes. It's not one of the famous wipes. It's just a, a you know quick black edit sharp mm-hmm. to that thing floating there in front of your face mm-hmm. was intimidating. Just oh, that the giant ship, just giant ship sitting and only the front part of it is really sticking out as far as 3d wise is concerned. Mm-hmm. But that was just, that's cool. Like yeah. That, yeah. that is really intimidating just to see it like that. Um, so for me, 
I am not a fan of of 3D. And so, you know, the, the not gimmicky, the not made for 3D stuff, um, and having seen it so close together, um, not, you know, 3D and then not 3D and then 3D again, mm-hmm. I thought it was a lot better okay. in, oh, in, really? in 3D. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. You know, and I saw it in 4K in the, in the middle there on a good big screen, 4K. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the overall, I, 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 I did, I thought it was more immersive. I thought all the depth that it gave everything, mm-hmm. I was, I wasn't disappointed because I, I loved the movie, but I was bummed that my, because it was when I went with Beth that I didn't get to see it in 3D or, wow. and she didn't get to see it in 3D. And I was yeah. just like, oh, this isn't as good. <laughs> Bummer. Yeah. Uh, not, not the movie's not as good, but the whole experience. experience now yeah. she loved the movie so i didn't say anything to her didn't say anything out loud so she's yeah. not going to know that until she hears this <laughs> but Sorry, um and i'll happily take her to go see it in <laughs> imax 3d experience whenever she wants but did you go uh, to the, the big, paragon the, the big imax the paragon oh you went oh yeah that's where we went to yeah, yeah. okay so yeah. that's so, not true imax by the way yeah it's false imax correct <laughs> The uh, there's a difference. There is yeah, a difference. I, I know. Yeah, I, <laughs> I got duped into that once up at the one in Rosedale, oh, and yeah. Uh, yeah, they've got an IMAX screen up there. It's made by the IMAX company, yeah. and the sound system is made by the IMAX company, and it's a big screen, but it's not. It's not it's like not a like true it. IMAX experience. Yeah. It's still it's fine. But yeah. so, yeah. so to take the opposite tack, yeah. When I saw so the second time I saw it was in 3D, which made me very happy because I would have, it would have ruined my experience the first time mm-hmm. seeing Star Wars in 3D actually cemented the fact that I never want to see another movie in 3D ever again mm-hmm. uh, there's been good movies in 3D and, and I'd like to amend that a tiny bit because mm-hmm. I, I want to make the broad statement and then say like with most rules there's a couple of exceptions yeah. <laughs> neither of them are, are really high action movies at least that I can think of what did you see? there are two movies in 3D that I ever saw that I was like, 3D enhanced this experience. Yeah. One of them was Gravity. Uh, but Alfonso Kieran's amazing. Yeah. Gravity yeah. was very good yeah. in 3D. I'd uh, forgotten about that. That should be on my list. It's super good. I don't think the I other, saw that. The other movie in 3D that, and, and be, so this, maybe this comes a little bit from having, the, the first thing I went to school for was film. Mm-hmm. So maybe it comes from a little bit of the snottery, but, you mean snobbery? Did you say I do. Snobbery? <laughs> he did. <laughs> I definitely meant snobbery. <laughs> I, I like realize I'm being a snob. snob. You're being a snob. Yes, I'm being a snob. I like your new word. That's a good word. Yeah, we've invented a few this evening. Yeah, that's okay. right. Yeah. Um, the other one was Hugo. Oh, yeah. And that yeah. was Martin Scorsese. I, yeah. And the reason Hugo that was, was cool good. in 3D is because Martin Scorsese is like a director direct like he yeah. directs mm-hmm. really well thought out good almost art house movies mm-hmm. generally mm-hmm. and he like invented new shots with 3D that, mm-hmm. it wasn't yeah, just Hugo popping was stuff really out great. like he did some yeah. really interesting things with depth and like yeah. and i never felt queasy mm-hmm. cuz part of the problem with 3D is your brain doesn't get to decide where to focus. The movie's making that choice for you. Yep. And for me, that can give me motion sickness. So yeah. especially like high action movies, that can be an issue. Oh, I yeah. got that in The Hobbit. Yeah. Oh, oh I, I mm, oh, almost felt ill the entire mm-hmm. film. 
It was terrible. And so you probably saw it in the high frame rate. I saw it in the high, yeah, the frame, high frame, rate frame rate in 3D. Apparently there was oh. lots of problems with that. Oh man, I, I that was the second one, right? Desolation of Smog. Uh, it was the first one. And then the, yeah, it was the, the second one. It was the, the second. I watched one, the they second would one. Change that so that people wouldn't like vomit in the theater anymore. Wow. Right. Yeah, I watched I the second one in the high frame rate 3D. One. Yep. That's good. It would have to be because the first two were really bad. Wow. Okay. Maybe you won't like it then. I thought they were just the same as Lord of the Rings. No, Lord of the Rings is a million times better. Mm-hmm. That's another podcast. That is, that's a whole other discussion. <laughs> yeah, it's still we'll, true. We'll I think you just stated a fact that, that was not an opinion. But anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> I like you, Pete. <laughs> yeah. Can we so, be friends? I, we can. I think <laughs> we'll, we'll have to work. You send in your application. <laughs> um, <laughs> we have to check with your wife. Is that how that works? Wow. Well, Can I be friends? Actually, she, do you remember that's how we became friends? Total tangent. Yeah. Do you remember that's how we became friends? I, I remember I remember meeting you at the all church retreat. Well, we did that. And okay, then I, and I then, sent you the pictures. But yeah. then we like never hung out. Yeah. And then your wife yeah. said handed you remember handed you a hundred bucks and said, Call Joshua and take him to take him out. And we went to the happy gnome. Do you remember that? Like I'm glad we I'm young and I can remember. Gnome? Yes. Do you remember this at all? And we had no. chicken wings. And we had beer. What is wrong with me? Like your wife. That sounds like a really happy memory. <laughs> made you take me out. <laughs> okay. I like her. Yeah. She's, she's pretty, she's she's pretty like sweet. She handed you she's money yeah. and said, take out Joshua. And I was living in Pablo's basement at the time. Send her a thank you note. <laughs> like <laughs> That's Man. how we started hanging out. Oh, wow. So, happy gnome. Boy, I, I don't remember that at all. Wow, thank you. That's terrible. <laughs> I feel great. I'm now. sorry. We're still, can we still be friends? I, I'm going to send check in, with my wife I'm going to send in my application. I was not married I, at the time. Now oh, you have to check with my wife. That's terrible. Man, that's dreadful. I'm glad so, you remember that. Speaking of visceral experiences in Star Wars. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I... Wait, I, I wanted to get I've back been, to my list of 3D movies, but go ahead. <laughs> I, I think I've admitted this to, to somebody else, but... In by far my favorite scene is the battle over the temple. Um, oh yeah! Oh yeah! That yep. was fantastic. Yep. Best scene. Yep. Um, when you consider you know the, the possibility that the scene is over, and then the X wings come over the water, mm-hmm. and when the X wing X wings the theme pulls up mm-hmm. as the X wings are flying along, yep. and then the X wings take on the Tie Fighters. I literally teared up my first time. Mm. Like my heart grew three sizes that time. <laughs> and, like, you, know, my, you old grinch. Honestly, like I teared up and mm-hmm. laughed at myself as it was happening and enjoyed every second of it. Yep, like, yep. And they that, set that up so well too. Oh, oh yeah, man, they did. It, it made me feel calling. like this little kid. Yeah. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. And, and yet... It made me feel like a little kid, and yet yep. at the same time, I knew it was the nostalgia that was making me feel that way. Yep. Yeah, it was it was fantastic. Now, and then that the w- one solo shot of him taking down eight. Well, that was my favorite. That was my favorite shot in the whole oh. movie, uh, bar none. And that just gives me the girly giggles just thinking about it. Yeah, because <laughs> the way he set that up, I mean, J- Abrams is genius to have set that up from the point of view as if you're standing right next to Finn watching this unfold and the wonder of seeing Poe do his his acrobatic gyrations in his uh, in his uh, X-Wing fighter (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm trying to use words that make me sound smart. <laughs> we all visibly reacted yeah. to his use of gyrations. Yeah. Just well, the, they all gyrated a little gyrated bit. A bit. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, it was cool. I wish you could have seen what I saw. Anyway, no, you um, no, you JJ don't Abrams actually. No, I'm gonna burn that into my mind's eye. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I get brain soap. Oh. Your acrobatic loquacious can be filled next time. <laughs> he was twisting and turning up in the sky, and uh, Paul looked up and said, "That's a, quite a pilot." And and just watching him, then yeah. you know, cut through past oh. the temple and over take the other side, take down another guy. And, yeah. Oh, it was, it was just it was absolutely brilliant the yeah. way that they set that up. That scene, in a, yeah. And the the scene, my other favorite, like the one. Not the one. There were several, but like one of the scenes that made me like literally pump my fist in the air, like yeah, that was awesome. Was when she's flying the Millennium Falcon through the Star Destroyer, <laughs> yeah, and she flips yeah. out the other side, cuts the engines, flips it around because the gun stuck, yeah, yeah. flips oh, it around, right. lines up his shot, and he blows up the Tie Fighter. I'm like, yeah. yes, that uh, was all, awesome. That was a thing of beauty. That was yes, so man. cool. That was, and like, and the seat, like, she's like, well. We should take that one. No, that's a piece of junk. Let's take this one. You know, and then yeah. that one blows up and they turn and it's the Millennium Falcon. And you're yeah. like, yes, everything is awesome. <laughs> I just yeah. thought it was another Carillion fighter, freighter. fighter, you, freighter. you thought for one fighter, second freighter. at all that that was I not thought, the Millennium Falcon? Well, I, I wasn't 100% sure because. Come yeah. on. Good for you. No. I, yeah, yeah, you're good for you. Maybe you're the I, one person I had, in America. I had read too much like expanded universe back in my teens. Uh, so then I was like, they are fist bumping, and for good reason, Doug. I, I, you, your man. brain is bigger than the rest of ours. I, I was a simpleton and, and just accepted what was spoon fed to me at that moment. There's <laughs> the Millennium Falcon. You're like, no, oh, it could be another Carillion freighter. I think that's possible. As I, yeah, never mind. <laughs> that's, that's, that's really cool, man. I, that's that's way beyond my was, level of understanding of the I film. Yeah. But then when it turned out to be the Millennium Falcon, actually, I was a little bit like, oh. <laughs> I mean, like. No, yeah. Maybe there could no, have been two. There could I mean, have it been was, two. It, it almost felt like parts in the prequels where it was like, oh, and this is really, I, I can't even think of an example. This is really. Like, Anakin really made C-3PO, which right. is the worst exactly. thing the, ever. Yeah. And it, was, it, it, it almost felt, yeah. it wasn't as bad as that, but it, it was kind of the same thing. Like, oh, that was really convenient. I, I think <laughs> I had that thought, yeah. But then in that flight, he won me. He yeah. won me over to to using uh, the Falcon. And honestly, it was BB-8 because uh. my whole life I thought it was weird that this ship had round hallways, um, but everything else <laughs> seemed to be built normally. Abrams used it because he had a rolling droid that yeah. when the Millennium Falcon flipped, it rolled around the hallway. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. And then the next shot, it shoots out the things and, and suspends itself. Yeah. That was honestly, I believe, brilliant. Like that won me over that he yeah. used stuff like that. He did the end shot with the end of that flight. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he got to play with the toy. He got yeah. to play with the Millennium. He did. That's, well, that's, what it, that's, that's what it, what felt, it felt like, like. didn't it? Yeah, it, yeah. It, you're right. You're right. It felt like back in the sandbox yep. and you had your Millennium Absolutely. Falcon. You're like, yep. we could be flying through this thing and then we spin it around and it goes Seriously. It's <laughs> <laughs> totally what it felt like and that's what he did and he yeah. did it with a $200 million budget 
<laughs> Bless that. <laughs> Two hundred million dollars. Bless that. Yeah, <laughs> that's hey, JJ. The best idea. He, he is so lucky. Joshua just exploded. <laughs> yeah, that's, I know. Just, <laughs> that's amazing. Like that's a, like. When I, oh, (laughs) (laughs) when I talk to people about like how jealous I am of J.J. Abrams, like my two favorite things growing up were Star Wars and Star Trek. And the dude is doing both. That's crazy. Yeah. That's like. That is amazing. Yeah. And you know, you know what's amazing? I saw an interview with him on, I'm I think sorry. it was. What was amazing? Oh, yeah, okay. was the last sound that came out of his mouth. <laughs> that was, was recorded that was, forever. That was like a, Can you do that again? <laughs> do that again. No, it can't. <laughs> you can't. No, yeah. can't. That was almost Wookiee like. Yeah, that, was that was cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And he doesn't seem to crack under the pressure at all, Abrams. You know, yeah, he just, yeah. he's like, it just, it just sort of flowed out of him thing. and he just sort of, yeah, it was just, a, it was, it was more than a job. He loved it, mm-hmm. but, uh, he, you know, he's got this huge franchise riding on his shoulders. Mm-hmm. You'd imagine if that thing flopped, which, I mean, it had the potential if he'd really screwed it up. I think, yeah. uh, he did, of course he didn't, mm-hmm. but I mean, if he really had, I mean, he'd never work it. Well, he'd probably find something to do. <clears throat> but it, it'd be that'd be a tough one to recover from. You you kill you know torpedo a franchise. Mm-hmm. But I, I should have talked about this. George Lucas. Yeah. Well, that's true. Oh. Well, he's you know he's a bazillionaire. Yeah, okay. did a little okay. bit for George Lucas. Yeah, a little bit. I am. Um, <laughs> I, I I was heartened to hear. I, I don't know how much of his income is he giving away. I have no idea. It was like ninety percent. Oh, I, really? I, I can't. Don't from, quote me on that. Look it up Star on Wars? the interwebs. Yeah, but uh, he he's, a, I guess, a remarkable th- philanthropist. I didn't know this. Oh, I'm just glad just he like found something he's good at. That's good. Yeah. I'm glad. Yeah. Well, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> <laughs> he gave us this gift from his, you know, from his brain. I know. We George, should be yeah. grateful. I mean, he gets a lot of hate, but he's an incredible innovator. Yeah. I know. I'm being yeah. mean. THX and Skywalker Sound. And it's Industrial true. Light and Magic. Pixar. And yeah, Jar Jar, sort of. like it's just a little. In the words of a great movie reviewer, George Lucas invented Star Wars, and I will be forever thankful to him for Full that. Full stop. <laughs> Full stop. I, I should have talked about this at the very beginning because it relates to the very beginning of the film. You know, when when the words that I misquoted uh, came up on the screen the first time. <laughs> <clears throat> And I'm not going to do it again. I'm not. You guys are waiting. You're waiting. I am. Going around this circle. And, uh, yeah. That that just reminded me of something. Continue. Okay. Um, (laughs) So, as as the the opening words come up on the screen, I had this moment where emotionally I felt like, you know that moment when you're on a roller coaster Mm -hmm. and it is just at the peak of the hill and you're just about to go over and your whole body just kind of swells up in your chair, you know, and you're just like, (laughs) is this going to be good or bad? That is exactly what I felt like. It was just for a second, but I was thankful that I was cognizant of that second that like, yes, (laughs) we're going to have Star Wars again. (laughs) And yeah. then we did. And then John Williams just, you know, his music just explodes through yeah. the sound system. And it was all oh, rapturous. It was wonderful. You, Not you really rapturous. It felt rapturous. I imagine that's what the trumpets of heaven will sound like <laughs> when we get called home. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I think. I had to smile, though, when, yeah. when the, the music started. Yeah. It was yeah. like impossible to not at least kind of like do a little <laughs> Oh, yeah. Girly yeah. giggles. Oh, yeah, I got the, the girly giggles. Yeah. yeah. It's true. Oh, so, yeah, what I wanted to say, we had a, uh, a review on iTunes 
and uh, they were correct. We were corrected. Return of the Jedi was released in 1983 because <laughs> we I had said 1985, and yeah. I had I had. Um, Praised my nerd brain, which I now take back. <laughs> oh, we're doing a retraction? I, I retract my oh, praise of oh, my nerd oh, brain right. because it did fail me. Okay. Oh, what did I say? This comment also says Doug is not good at math, which is also true. <laughs> and this comment, uh, I believe, is my brother. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. You can always rely on a brother. Speaking of reviews, to tangent a bit, can I, can I read? I shared this with you, Doug. Um, but I wanted the there's a review in particular that I want I wanted to read because I thought it was it was awesome that somebody said it and it, it makes me really happy. So this is a review of the movie from Christianity Today. Okay. Which is a magazine I read on a regular basis because I'm a great big nerd. Can I just say Yeah. Oh dear. Yeah. No, okay, that's <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. I thought it, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna read this because I'm I'm just curious, like mainstream Christianity. What are we going to be saying? Okay. Uh-huh. At the so we first they, they review it and they're like, "This is the best. This movie rocks." Uh-huh. Okay. And then at the end, so they always in Christianity Today reviews, they always say like, "Here's the content of the movie. You know, if you're not comfortable with seeing X, Y, Z, don't go see it." Okay. Um, I just love this this first paragraph uh, because I want to say this to a lot of people who are who get all like spooky about the force. Check this out. I'm going to go ahead and head any in-principle objections to the force off at the pass in saying that there's nothing objectionable about it. We just have to be, as a religion and a culture, more secure than to think that space magic constitutes a legitimate spiritual issue. It does not. (laughs) Or, if it does, so do the spaceships, as the two are exactly as real as each other. (laughs) I love it. Uh, and I suppose for those who are are inclined to to uh, really fully buy into the force as a reliable thing, would probably also expect to be probed at some point. You know, <laughs> oh, that's that's my that's my guess. It's, it's gyrations all over. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah. You know, aliens are just gastroenterologists from the future. You know that they, they just come back. Speaks with authority on this, yeah, folks. Yeah, uh, yeah. You're the authority, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Got long fingers and bright lights, you know. Anyway. jeez. Oh, you might have to take that out. We're going to have to put a disclaimer at the front of ours. This, this podcast <laughs> this contains spoilers <laughs> and Peter. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I am having a coughing fit. <laughs> oh... Okay, can, oh I, can I ask a question? Yes. Because I'm curious what we all think, and I, I bet you that Doug and I have done more reading on this because we're nerds, but... Yeah. So, it is Star Wars. So, mm-hmm. provided that they're following the same more or less basic formula that the other Star Wars movies mm-hmm. did, Rey is someone's kid. Right. Who's? Yeah. Well, she would have to be. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, who's? So, that's sort of a biological there's... imperative. She was born at some point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just, Thank you, Peter. Yeah. Exactly. There's okay. the theory that she's Luke's daughter. Yep. Mm. That's a painfully obvious, yep. like, yeah. possibility. Easy. Yeah. There's right. another theory that's that picking she's the low fruit. A twin of Kylo Ren, right. which I disagree with because in the flashback, she was much younger than him. Correct. Mm-hmm. And then I had the theory that. She is Leia's daughter. Oh, not what I was thinking. From after, after Han and Leia break up. Like, because she would be so much younger. 
mm. after Kylo Ren kills everybody. So that was one theory. And then I think you had another theory, which I've also heard. Go ahead, Joshua. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a big uh, supporter of the Kenobi. Like, mm. I think her last name's Kenobi. Ah. Um, because Kenobi. For, for a few reasons. One, just because that's cool. Like, that's a good enough reason to believe anything about Star Wars. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, just because... Um, well, she has a great beard. She has a great beard. <laughs> <laughs> no. oh, a so, great big bushy beard. <laughs> great big bushy beard. <laughs> so, no, uh, they, you know, it's Star Wars, the way George Lucas made it, was mm-hmm. supposed to be like this epic poetry thing, and that, as in George Lucas's words, rhymes. Mm-hmm. You know, it rhymes. And so we've seen... The Star War, the the Kenobi Skywalker fight, and the Kenobi Skywalker training, and I think to echo that again could be very interesting. Ah. Now she'd have to be Kenobi's granddaughter for it to work, unless there's a time travel yeah. device involved. Yeah. Which JJ, wow. just so you know, if there's time travel in Star Wars, I will find you mm-hmm. and I will hurt you. Yeah. <laughs> it's not okay. How, It'll of course be via the internet. We've, yeah. we've Some never seen somewhere. Wait, hold on, hold on. Obi-Wan doesn't chat have room? a son, though. <laughs> Peter, did you say chat room? I did. Awesome. Is that gauche? <laughs> well, the because I've heard that one, and I definitely, I have a, I'm, I'm with one of them, and I'm going to stick to it as opposed to just be wishy-washy and like say, well, yeah, it could be that, or it could be that, or it could be that. <laughs> I'm, I'm with a theory, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with it, and I'm going st- to be wrong or correct, <laughs> and and excite myself with that uh knowledge but the um and the theory the kenobi one i'm a i'm a luke okay i, I think luke's your dad um yoda. and i can go into it yoda. if you want yoda, <laughs> yoda. Uh, yoda. by the way looked she, into jedi she takes for after Hall- her mother for, for um for costumes this year yeah and we were looking for our family sorry i'm interrupting my own point to make this point but <laughs> do you know that there's a female Yoda Jedi? Oh yeah, I did know that. No, there is one in the in the expanded. Well, I, I think it's gone now. But yeah, yeah. Well, you can't there be the is. only one of his just, kind, just right? I right. Mean, yeah. But I kind of always thought that he was. <laughs> I have to be honest. Till I saw a female Jedi Yoda, which was awesome. But um, <laughs> the Kenobi one. What if there was like a female Yoda that was just sort of like a mechanic or something? <laughs> I mean, they're, they're going to be cooks and, you know, maybe sweep up around the house, you know, or at the cleaning Jedi headquarters. Because that'd be the guy. I mean, Yoda's, you know, younger brother just didn't amount to much. Okay. <laughs> but I, I digress. What was your point? Uh, the point was how it happened type of a thing. Yeah. And that was my, my brother-in-law has the theory that with... Um, in the gap of time when he's there basically um, babysitting Luke. Yeah. That that's 17 years or so um, what happens oh. to him there and that he fathers a child. So there might have been mm-hmm. some other so then there, kid then could out, have been, on Tatooine yep. that hmm. we never yep. see. And then that, okay. then this would be, I, would, I think it makes more sense a grandchild rather than a yeah. child, but yeah. Yeah. Sorry to bring it down there. It would have to be a grandchild. Yeah, I think so too. Hmm. But I'm down with that. Well, I'm going to steadfastly fun. just sit back and watch it unfold, <laughs> and uh, and not not uh, not pick sides here. Um, albeit, I kind of I, I like the idea of 
continuing the the sort of the Kenobi Skywalker rivalry. You know, yeah, having the two really family awesome. trees um, <clears throat> that are. I, th- I think one of the, the strongest ones there are. Are we talking theories now? Is that what we're yeah, doing right now? It. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think one of the strongest supporters of that in the movie is the um, the the last dialogue that you hear in her voice force vision from yeah. Obi Wan. Yep. Saying both Obi Wan. These are your first steps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Both um, mm-hmm. And so that's that's I think the strongest support for that for that theory, for Skywalker for for Luke for me, um, obviously Luke used that blade, and you, I think the the family connection has to be stronger in her than it is in Kylo because it went to her, even with her wow. new powers. Yeah. When Kylo's trying to pull it to her and it, mm-hmm. to him, and it goes to her instead, I think there's a family connection. Point two, and then we'll go there. But point two, <laughs> sorry, Josh. Des- Joshua desperately wants to interrupt me right now. In fact, he's, Fingers, he's holding he's hold- his finger, yeah, his holding his mouth shut. closed yeah. with, his, with finger, his finger. Yeah. Uh, point two is that whenever she feels a swell in the force, it's Luke's theme that plays, and so I do mm-hmm. not think. John Williams doesn't do that by accident. So there's that. Thirdly, and I've I've heard because I've actually heard another theory that she's Poe Dameron's um, kid. But um, yeah, I'm not a big fan of that. Boring. But it 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 impacts my my third support, and that is when you're first seeing her uh, place of dwelling in the ATAT, and uh, they're doing little shots. Mm -hmm. There's a shot of a shelf. And on it is a doll that a little girl made, clearly she made. And the doll is wearing an X-Wing fighter pilot outfit just like Luke's. Mm -hmm. And Um, so those are my three reasons after seeing it that I would say. What if she's Wedge's daughter? She could be Wedge's. That'd be fun. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's actually a a good point. And actually you can further support that with when she's sitting by the outside of her dwelling, outside of her AT-AT. She's wearing... A helmet looks suspiciously like the one Luke used in his Death Star trench run. Yeah, it's definitely an original. Now, the lightsaber thing, the one wrench I throw into that is um, Obi-Wan had that lightsaber a lot longer than anyone in the Skywalker family ever did. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, in fact, we rewatched episode four after seeing seven. Yeah. And an interesting throwback that they did was uh, the, the chest that she, that the mm-hmm. old lady with the eyes, um, <laughs> she, uh, she opens up. It is almost exactly like mm-hmm. the chest that Obi-Wan pulls it out of in episode four. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they definitely, it was not an accident yeah. that there was a, some homage being paid there. That's cool. uh, again, the brilliant and attentive J.J. Abrams. Well, and the, the real, really, and I hope we get an answer more than you don't want to know. So it was kind of a throwaway answer to the question, but I hope we find out, like, how did they get a hold of that lightsaber? Yeah. Like, yeah. he got his hand chopped off at Bespin, and it went goodness knows where. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know? Like, in the expanded, does, does it, did anybody read enough expanded universe to know what happened to the lightsaber in, in that particular realm of Star Wars? Uh, it was think so. pretty fun, but I like over-the-top ridiculousness, so okay. this isn't for everybody. But basically, at the end of the Grand Admiral Thrawn trilogy, mm-hmm. um, the bad, uh, Joris Kaboth or whatever the, the big oh, Sith was, yeah, yep. he actually recovered both the lightsaber and Luke's hand yeah. and cloned Luke and had That's Luke's right. lightsaber duel himself, which is 
awesome. <laughs> that was super. Yeah. Like again, I love when things go over fun. the top. Yeah, it's super it awesome. Um, but that's like so he recovered that. So I I don't know if they're gonna. I can't imagine they're gonna go with the cloning Luke and having no. him duel himself because that's also maybe Ray is the daughter of the clone. Whoa! Maybe raise a <laughs> maybe maybe raise a clone. Stick with it. Go with it. I'm, I'm, I'm all over. Shows up. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> no, that was that was from the movie Noah. Sorry, a rock monster. Oh, you got it wrong. Yeah, that's, okay. We're not. But I digress again. Yes. I, did you even finish it? Did you sit? Get through I the did. Whole thing? I made I'm it through the sorry. whole stinking. So thing. have we all said our favorite moments? We. Oh. I think it's fair to say we all like this movie. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and sure. say loved. I mean, that was that was a that was a five star for me. I I loved it. Yeah. I just and there were some there were some moments when you know the like uh, I you know Poe you know shows up later and he says you know basically I escaped somehow. Yeah. You know, <laughs> great. I'm I'm on board with that. That's great. I love it. You know, actually, it doesn't matter to me. There was the, only the, one scene that wasn't that I thought didn't need to be there. Mm-hmm. Like so when we were talking about our favorite moments, I can tell you my least favorite. And it's there's like it's like five minutes, and I'm just like JJ, do you have to throw this into every single movie you make? But the scene where they're on the freighter and the big monster gets loose, rash tires. You know, yeah, yep. and I'm staring oh, at my watch like, dude, come on. Yep. Like you just need no, to throw a big monster a in every movie monster. you make. Like, no, no that 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 could have been cut. Yeah, I was like, all right, all right, let's, let's move this along. Yeah. This is fine. Whatever. It kind of reminded me of like the Sarlacc pit. Kinda. I mean, it was a kind of a big, mouthy, toothy. But here's here's the thing, and and, and the Sarlacc pit is a great example. That thing is kind of dumb. <laughs> oh yeah. But it it launches your imagination mm. to think, what are those tentacles connected to, and and to see the tentacles move and to 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 see it actually eat things and and so what's the beneath version. the surface, right? The new, the yeah, new versions, right, right with the beak, no. but. Yeah. Well, you're slowly that, digested that you for see, a thousand years. You see muscles. You see, like, the rancor. You see how it moves. You see that inspires me to play and inspires me to think. Yeah. This thing, you couldn't... I have no idea still what it looks like. Yeah. You, because it moves so fast. That yeah. was the worst part of 3D, for sure. Wow. Um, you can't see what it's doing. You can't see what it is. You know, the best part that it does is disintegrating on the cockpit of the Millennium oh, Falcon yeah. when it jumps into light speed. That was awesome. That was it's the best part of that scene. <laughs> that was, yeah. it was a thing, and then this is the one stick sucker that's left, and then it flies off. But um, yeah, absolutely, that's my least favorite scene. Well, that's not. Oh, it, it, on that note, no, 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 no. I well, I was, him. yeah, I just there were there were a couple little little parts where there was some continuity stuff. What you know, I chose not to not to nitpick that stuff. Generally, I thought the story was brilliant. Mm. They hit all the right notes as far as. Uh, paying homage to the original uh, uh, the original series and uh, keeping things going and setting up for more yeah. and so in that uh, I absolutely loved it I did you know I, I don't feel like it talked down to its audience at all mm-hmm. didn't feel like it was pandering um, I just thought it was a celebration of all things from that universe and and uh, you know we we got to enjoy the ride and mm-hmm. um, I love that I love, it's the most family friendly PG thirteen movie I've ever seen <laughs> yep. um, <clears throat> and I love that and I hope that Hollywood catches on and says okay this is a film that really you literally can take your whole family to and yeah. they will want to see it multiple times mm-hmm. and so that's you know that's lots of butts in the seats yeah and to you know that's a lot of money 
Mm-hmm. And hopefully, hopefully they'll catch on that, you know, you, you put in other elements, it limits your audience, you know? So, and, uh, and this, yeah. this film was just fantastic. I feel like I can really recommend it without reservation to pretty much anybody over the age of six, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, really, mm-hmm. um, unless they're really tenderfoots and that, again, I'll respect that too. Yeah. Just grow up a little bit. You'll be just fine. Mm-hmm. You know? But it's, yeah, I loved it. I absolutely it loved it. Great big Zippo lighter thumbs up. Is what I <laughs> big, get. Old big old that was BB-8 eight. thumbs yeah, BB-8 up. Thumbs the up. best. That was, that was, that was fantastic. Like, it gives them the thumbs up and then BB-8 like well, I loved it. Do you ever know? I mean, I love that the droids in these in these films they have you know feelings. They get confused. Mm-hmm. They have they actually they hurt, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is interesting. Um, but uh, <laughs> well, I mean, I always found it yeah. interesting. I'll, you know, when uh, C three PO's you know getting his foot worked on and he's telling R two to stop it because it hurts. You know, or <laughs> you know they use torture devices on other ones. Yeah. Oh, sadly, yeah, Jabba's palace. Yeah, Jabba's palace. But um, but uh, BB eight. You know, he's you can. In this, in almost nearly, well, it's an animate object, but an expressionless robot face, yeah. they animated it so beautifully so you can see that he's confused with what Poe is saying. Mm-hmm. You know, what are, you, what are you trying to get me to say here? Yeah. And then the thumbs up was a you know, oh, perfect yeah. tie-in to all that. That was wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful little moment. Yeah. I think my favorite single scene of the movie was when uh, Ray gets loose and... Uh, from, Kylo, you mean when he when she was free of James Bond? Yes. Yeah. And Kylo Ren goes on one of his little spats and he's like destroying everything and the, the two stormtroopers come around the corner <laughs> and they see it and they kind of go, oh. And they turn around and walk away. <laughs> they back up and then turn around <laughs> yeah. and walk away. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He's got some anger really management cool. issues, that and Kylo. I, that was actually, I heard, I was reading a lot of criticism of his character because I think people wanted Darth Vader. Yeah. yeah, and that's what's what's really cool is they're scared of him, but for a totally different reason. Not because he's menacing, but because he could just chop you in half because he's just a brat. Yeah, he's like a bratty he's very kid, unstable, yeah. which and I really liked. Right, and I think that's I think part of it, like it redeems the because this is what they he tried to do with Anakin. Yeah, and he just didn't pull it off. George Lucas. George Lucas. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and so now we get to see we get to see that transformation that we wanted to see. We get to actually, we're going to be able to watch it, I think, in the second movie mm-hmm. because he's bring him to me and I will complete his train. Like, we're going to see him be like turn to the dark side more. I hope so. I hope it's not a bait and switch. Yeah. I hope we get to. I hope he gets to be the, the guy, bad. the bad yeah. guy. Yeah. Like an actual scary bad guy yep. and not just like a temper tantrum throwing. Yeah. To see a yeah. bad guy develop and a, um, and the, the Jedi Yeah, the cross-cutting well. Well, of the training. That's going to be cool. fantastic. I think that that will happen. They they foreshadowed that with the, mm-hmm. the giant emperor hologram thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he said, yeah. bring him to me, We have it's time to complete his training. So yep. things for Kylo are going to get a lot worse before they get better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and I, you know, I, I was a little torn by that because my ultimate hope for him and I knew it couldn't happen in the first film was actually to have a redemption story and I hope that that can happen you know a la Anakin where he came full circle and so I mean that would be the I don't know if that would be totally realistic but that would be my my ultimate hope for a happy ending story Mm -hmm. by the end of episode nine that he he, you know he finds a way for to to redemption for himself and finds finds you know a place of peace in his uh tormented soul but we got to find out what made him that way yeah 
I hope that's. I also hope that we not see, enough juice boxes. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I also hope we, we ran out of juice boxes when I was eight. Some of that. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. JJ my version of a lightsaber directing again. JJ isn't directing again. No, but just having seen a lot of JJ Abrams' other work, if he has any say in the script direction at all, I feel like with all the hints they dropped, we're going to see some flashback action in the second movie mm-hmm. and i yeah. could be wrong but ev- almost every other thing jj abrams does he does some kind of yeah. flashback thing well so there's hope we might actually see han solo i think again. we're going to yeah is that what you're saying like cameoing mm-hmm. yeah but i want to see uh, one thing i want to see is luke training a bunch of jedi at a jedi academy mm-hmm. because that was the coolest part of the extended universe and i would like to see it in real life yeah. um real For, life real, yeah, yeah i like that <laughs> good catch uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. the the other thing i want to see is i want to see, i want to see what what is it that kylo ren <laughs> what happened <laughs> everyone we're all with you man yeah. we're laughing with you <laughs> like i want to see what is it like like i'm kind of picturing this like kylo ren gets really interested in darth vader and luke's kind of like yeah, you don't really want to, you know, mm-hmm. we don't really want to talk about that. And then, like, as he's studying Darth Vader, kind of gets resentful against Luke because Luke killed him, you know, more mm-hmm. or less. I mean, not Darth Vader ultimately sort of killed himself, but whatever. Like, Luke is responsible for Darth Vader's death. And so the this animosity builds, and I, I want to see it. Like, I can see it all in my head, mm-hmm. and maybe I should go get a, ask JJ for a job or something. But mm-hmm. <laughs> like, stop I want to see that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I have hopes too, but it's it's exciting. I am I am hopeful for the future of Star Wars. Yep. Yeah. Even the the little in between movies that we get now. Yep. Those should be pretty cool. Yeah, That'll like be fun. this one that's coming out. The one that's so the next Star Wars movie we get is next Christmas and it's like the what is it, Rogue One and Rogue about one. the stealing mm-hmm. the original Death Star plans and yep. it's supposed to be like a like a military movie and I'm kind of excited for it. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's got Forrest Whitaker in it. Well, then it's going to be good. Yeah, that's. I mean, really? that's. He was on the list at least last time I looked. I haven't looked Weird. in a couple of months, but Forrest Whitaker was on the the list. Like, what? I honestly haven't even looked at the cast list. No, I don't know anything about it. I'm excited. No, good. Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker. I'm in. <laughs> I'm a fan. Although he's kind of been going like the Nick Cage route lately. It seems like he's just sort of shows up in every film that's available. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, yep. but but I'm still a fan. I'm a big fan. Well, yeah, he's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't go. I was going to go into a whole thing about Forrest Whitaker, but that's not a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> and why not? <laughs> because, because. <laughs> okay, so do, at what point do we have to admit, gents, that these podcasts are longer than a half an hour? Yeah, that was the goal for those well, of you listening. I'd say we're that, admitting, we're admitting it now. <laughs> we were going to say yeah. that these were going to be a half an hour. I, you know, the merciful thing about podcasts is people will know when they download it. Yeah. Oh, this has exceeded fifty three <laughs> minutes. I see. <laughs> people will come. Ray. Well, well, they need to decide at that point. Hopefully, hopefully, there's been uh, enough content in there. <laughs> they've wanted to stick around this long. <laughs> And there was stunned silence. (laughs) (laughs) They looked down. I've I've spent a perfectly good hour listening to this. (laughs) (laughs) Who used to sign off their show that way? That is. Was it wait wait till tell me? No car talk. Car talk. talk, Yeah, you've wasted a perfectly perfectly good good hour hour. (laughs) listening to the ten gentlemen. 
<laughs> but we appreciate it. We get no money out of this. We love doing it. <laughs> but we like, love doing it. We, we love, love we love that you might love listening to it. Let's hope yeah. so. That is literally the only reason we're doing it. Because we love doing it. Because we yeah. love doing yeah. it. Yeah, that's true. All right. Well, guys, always a pleasure. Yeah. Yes. We'll get together again soon. Yes. Dudes, we Dudes. stopped. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? Now, that is in itself remarkable. Thank you for listening to part two of our Star Wars discussion. We hope you enjoyed it. We like talking about it. And as always, we would like to encourage you to get a group of friends together, talk, tangent, have fun, get to know each other better. And uh, we would love it if you would leave a review on iTunes. Uh, Go ahead and send us suggestions of things you'd like us to talk about on uh, Facebook. And uh, that's it. Till next time. We'll figure it out. Use the force. That's not how the force works. Mm-hmm.